This is Rob Cantrell, and you're listening to Rob on Recovery, a podcast dedicated to the belief there is more than one road to sobriety. If what you've tried isn't working, stop doing it. For the next few minutes, kick back and join me and discover tools you'll need to create a life in recovery designed by you, for you. I tried for years to get sober, and I simply couldn't do it. I would go to rehab. I would sit to all of these groups, and I would listen to this perfect plan for me that involved a 12-step program and everything that was going to happen if I followed these certain steps and built out these papers and did these things and, and everything was going to work out great. It never worked out great. I know it worked for other people because I'd seen it. I'd seen people that in, in AA meetings that would, would stand up and say, you know, by that, by the grace of God or, or you know, my higher power, I'm, uh, I, I've now been sober for 37 years. And I would sit there and think, holy shit, uh, 37 years, are you sure you ever had a problem? I say that as a joke. I couldn't get it. The meetings were, and, and the thing that was so frustrating to me was that I would look across the room and I would see a homeless guy missing a tooth over in a corner who got it. He'd been sober for several years. People around me everywhere were able to make this simple plan work, but I couldn't. And I thought, you know, it, it, oh, let, you know, let go and let God and, and you know, uh, turn it over to your higher power. Well, I gotta be honest with you. I can't imagine me turning anything over to the God of my understanding, because this was a horrible entity, you know? There was nothing in the world that I had that the God of my understanding wanted anything to do with. I'm Jewish. I am proud to be Jewish. I was raised in a Southern Baptist church. This is not a slam on Southern Baptist. This is the reality of my story. Everything that I learned about God was very damning. You know, God is all-powerful. God has this list of rules. God expects all of these things to happen. God wants you to bring other people in here, into his house, or into that big building. God wants 10% of your income. You know what? And you're probably not going to do it right. And at the time you die, there's going to be a big meeting in God's office, and I'm going to get fired. You know, there was, there was no way. I mean, this was something to look forward to? I don't think so. You know, often I have thought maybe they taught these sermons to kids just to scare the crap out of them, because they, they certainly scared me. They reinforced a belief in me that I wasn't good enough. Okay, whatever it was that these other people had, I was never going to get it. So, you know, why, why am I even bothering with this? But one day I sat down and I thought, you know, look, if, if a homeless guy over in the corner can get it, you know, and a 97-year-old lady can get it, you know, and people that I don't think are very smart can get it, and people that are way smarter than me can get it, 
You know, this is like uh, all over the scale. I mean, I've, I've got to fit into the demographics somewhere. I've got to be able to, uh, what am I doing wrong? So I sat down, you know, and I read that book. I got news for you. Okay, listen, the big book of AA is anything but interesting. I don't care. I'm going to say it there. It's out. It's not an interesting book. It's a necessary book for anyone wanting to work a 12-step program. But God, is that thing boring? That being said, I read it, you know, and, and I knew all the things that uh, that were going to happen if I would simply turn my will and my life over to the care of God, as I understood God to be. So I had to figure out how can I get a relationship with God that's not toxic. You know, I don't, I, I, I didn't think I was going to win this one. So I wrote down this list of things that uh, I knew about God. And I wrote down, oh, God is love, and God will take me to heaven, and God hears my prayers, and all of this happy horseshit that I thought that I was, uh, you know, wasn't really what I believed, you know, and... Once I'd written that down, I thought, who am I kidding? You know, it's just me sitting here. I mean, if I, I, mean, if I can't be honest in my own kitchen with a piece of paper and God, I don't, I, don't, I don't know when you can be honest. So I made a real list. You know, what did I know about God from my heart, from what I had learned, from what I had observed, from what my childhood sermons that I was drug into church to hear, taught me, I'm going to be honest with you, God is scary. You know, God's going to send me to hell. God is going to punish me for what I've done and what I forgot to do and, and what I didn't know I was supposed to do. You know, God expects me to follow some list of rules. and I'm going to pay some heavy-duty consequences for it. You know, I mean, it, I, 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 there's no way. You know, God thinks I'm unworthy. You know, God is making this list. And I'll have to answer for every single thing that I've ever done at the day that I die. And then he's going to roll the die. He's going to decide right then whether or not I make it into heaven. You know, and then on top of all that, you know, God wants complete and total adoration, you know? Ooh, it's hard to adore something that's out to get me. You know, and God expects me to apologize for everything I've ever done every single day until I die. And don't forget anything. And God expects me to believe every single word ever written in the Bible because he inspired it. Well, you know, I looked at this list, and I thought, God, my interpretation of God sounds more like a terrorist than a, than a loving creator. You know, do what I say, or, or I'm going to torture you for all eternity. And there will probably be a video that I can show other people that I'm doing this shit to you. You know, this was a damned if I do, damned if I don't proposition. And I got news for you. I... I I felt really bad about it. I think, God, this, this is what I've got. 
And for some reason, you know, I, I grabbed another piece of paper. I made a list of what I needed from a creator or a higher power or a God or, or the universe or whatever, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. You know, what would I need? What, what does Rob need? And I came up with my own list. I thought, well, you know, if I was, I would hope that, uh, God would be my friend. I mean, you know, I would hope that uh, that God would be something that I could lean on in times of trouble. And, you know, it, I guess I wanted to feel loved. And I I wanted a father figure because I, I, I don't know, I'm, in my mind, I think God's a father. I'm, it's probably sexist, but that's the way my mind works. You know, I wanted to know that I could live this life without fear. And I wanted to think that there's a God out there that I could go to if I needed help. You know, and oh my God, I, I wanted to feel peace above everything else on earth. I wanted to feel peace, peace inside my soul. Not only today, but the day I die, you know. And I would want God to say, you know, Rob, hey, <laughs> yeah, I get it. You, uh, you, you stumble a whole lot, but you know, you're okay. And mm, as far as I'm concerned, it's okay to be Rob. That was my list, you know. And then I don't know, maybe maybe I had an epiphany at that moment. I'm not, I'm not sure what it was, but it dawned on me. What I learned about God as a kid was someone else's list. It was no more inspired by God than my list. That list was someone else's interpretation of God. It wasn't wrong. It wasn't right. It was simply their list. You know, I, I wouldn't go to the grocery store with someone else's shopping list. For my house. You know, why was I trying to retrofit my life with someone else's belief system? It suddenly it was making sense to me. So no wonder I couldn't find God. I I, I was looking for somebody else's God. Huh, you know what? I fired him. At that moment, I looked at my list. And I looked at that list, and I fired the God of my childhood. And I actually said it out loud. I said, you're fired. And I tore the piece of paper up, and I threw it away. And I took the piece of paper that had the list, the, the things I needed from God, and I flashed it on my bathroom mirror. And at that moment, I realized what I had looked at and that other piece of paper was religion. And it never worked for me. It would never, ever work for me. That was not my calling. That wasn't what I needed in my life. I needed spirituality. And I found it. My list provided me with the tools to find a spiritual path to God as I understand him, to Rob's God. And that was the dawning of a new day 
for me, I will tell you, good people are so quick, you know, to tell you what's uh, what's in this portion of the Bible or or what's in that section of the Quran or or uh, or, or or some section of the Torah, you know. Look, they use these books uh, to justify their beliefs. Look, I think it's wonderful that holy books are written and, and, and they inspire people uh, to follow a life path. These texts are guides, just like a GPS uh, in your car. You know, look, follow the message spoken and and, and you'll get where you're going or, or, or set out to Find your way, and, and and the books will 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 still help you when you know when you need help. This is why they were created, not to harm you, but to guide you. If the GPS says "warning, accident ahead," you know I can interpret it. It means there's a problem ahead. It doesn't mean that you know I'm going to be destroyed in a, in a, in a flash of fire if I continue driving. You know, no, that's not what holy books do. And at this point, it really doesn't matter. What is important is that we understand, and most importantly, that I understand that there is a God. All I had to do was reach for him. All I had to do was let this being in the universe know, hey, look, I need this. And quite truthfully, if God is watching you use someone else's list, He's probably wondering, why is it taking you so long to figure out what you need for yourself? Look, I found the God of my understanding. And he's not expecting me to do anything other than, um, you know, just be the best Rob I can be, you know, while I'm here. He, because, um, like I said, I, I think God's a guy, wants me to work on me. Not on Keith, my partner, or you, or... My crappy neighbors, or my mother's ranting and raving, or anybody else. That's not my job. He wants me to work on me. I've had a full time job navigating through life without wasting a second doing things that I, that I don't need to be doing. This is a path that will work for me. This is my path to spirituality. The God of my understanding is not asking me to go out and recruit a bunch of people to follow him so he can be promoted like Mary Kay Cosmetics in some big building where the band plays and the offering plates are passed and and everybody feels good about everything. No, come on. No. Because the God of my understanding knows I don't need that. I don't need to tell five people. I don't need to tell anyone. I only need to tell people how I came to find spirituality. That's what I need to do. And I'll tell you this, to be honest with you, the God of my understanding is not preparing a mansion for me on a hill next to a river on a street paved with gold in the next life. You know, he's also not issuing pink Cadillacs for those who recruit the largest number of converts. In this life, I don't want it. He knows it. What he is doing is helping me here and now. And one day when this life is over, 
He will reunite me with my grandmother and everyone I've ever loved. That is my definition of heaven, created by the God of my understanding. But you know, whatever you brings you peace, I, I, you be you. Whatever brings happiness, tranquility, and peace into your life, hold on to it. My suggestion, because I know it worked for me, write down exactly what you need from God. If you have a problem using the word God, use the word universe. What does it matter? It doesn't matter. This is a path of spirituality. Let the rest of it go. You are worth so much more than you realize. A 12-step program is not for everyone. Some people will never get it. Some people will use it as part of their recovery program. Some people will dive in head first and never leave it. What's important is that you recognize that there is a source of energy and goodness and hope in the universe. Call it God. Call it whatever you want to call it. Who cares? But tap into it. Find it. My name is Rob Cantrell. This is my journey. This is my life.